Welcome to Pardes Daily, where you get your daily dose of Torah with Pardes faculty. This time, Pardes is bringing Pesach to you. Let's dive in. Shalom. This is Yiska Smith coming to you from Pardes in Yerushalayim. Welcome to the fifth episode in Preparing to Experience Inner Freedom and Liberation. Through the lens of Rav Cook's commentaries on the Haggadah Shal Pesach. So we've been discussing the Siman, the step, the sign of Yachatz, of breaking the Matzah into two pieces. The smaller piece we reserve and use for the beginning of the meal when we eat the Matzah to fulfill the mitzvah of eating matzah, and the larger piece, the larger half, we say for the end, for the afikonen, for the dessert, symbolic of the korban Pesach. I'd like to bring in a commentary from Rabbi Nachman on Yachatz. This is found in the Breslov Haggadah, Breslov Research Institute, published 1989, page 34. Rabbi Nachman teaches to Yachatz as the bread of unawareness. Let's learn. Matzah symbolizes great awareness of the divine. The Jewish people ate it on the night of the redemption. They also brought the matzah forth with them from Egypt. In it, they experienced the taste of manna, the man the bread that came down, that descended from the Shemayim. It epitomized the clear perception that a person's sustenance is directly from God. In that sense, a whole piece of matzah is great awareness of the divine. Humankind, though, is not yet ready for this overwhelming experience of the divine. Preparation is required. We must bring the deepest fibers of our souls into harmony and be willing to receive this eminence truth, this truth in totality. So first we must put aside all notions of knowing God. We must realize that to know God is to realize that we can never really know God. Think about it. We are finite. We have beautiful minds, beautiful brains, beautiful, incredible capability to create and expand all different ideas. But that beautiful brain of ours our intelligence, our intellect is limited. Even Einstein's intellect was limited. How can limited really know unlimited? How can finite really know the infinite? It even says in the Zohar, Ein Tefisa Beklau. There was really no grasping God's knowledge at all. 
And the Balatanya teaches, Ella, if it weren't for the fact that the Torah was revealed in a language that we could understand, that we can, in fact, know. So when we learn Torah and we're learning God's wisdom and God's will, Chochmat, Ratzon, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we have a sense of knowing. But can we ever really, Rabbi Nachman asks, can we ever really know God? So that's why he concludes that we must realize that to know God is to realize that we never really can know God. And we see that in Torah. The more we know, really, the more we realize we don't know. So we must therefore break the matzah. Think of it like this. If the matzah symbolizes complete, full, in totality, awareness of the divine, what does breaking it symbolize? What does it symbolize when we break that? We separate the potential of this great, full, total awareness into fathomable sections, into biteable pieces. The larger portion is set aside for the end. In the Ketzayamin, Ketzayamin, the end of days, the days of redemption, when humanity will rise again to its destined level of awareness. Until then, Chavra, we can utilize only the smaller part, the Lechem Oni. The Lechem Oni, which begins as the bread of poverty. It begins as the bread of affliction, but then it moves into the bread upon which we answer. It is symbolic of the lack of that great knowledge of full awareness. And by asking the questions and answering the questions, by asking more questions and answering more questions, this bread of poverty, this bread of affliction, this broken smaller piece begins to move towards a different lechemoni, the bread upon which I begin to answer and gain greater and greater awareness of the divine. So upon this lechem oni, upon this bread of answering, upon this knowledge of our unawareness, we recite the Haggadah. These are our prayers and words of faith that ultimately God will redeem us from the darkness of unawareness. That leads us into the next Siman, the fifth Siman of the Seder, Magid. Magid is the bulk. It's really the narrative, the telling. From Magid, we have the word Haggadah. Lahagid is to tell. And I would like to encourage all of you, I would like to invite all of you to look at this part of the Seder as a time when you can tell your story when you can tell your narrative of what it's like to be held back, what it's like to be in what's called the mochin dekatnut in Kabbalah, in that consciousness of limitedness, 
rather than mochindagadlut, expansiveness. We each have a story to tell. We each have a wonderful story to tell because it's our story of moving from enslavement to freedom to becoming liberated. We need to tell our stories at the right time when we feel compelled, when we feel moved to do so. We also need to hear each other's stories to really fully hear to pay attention, to actively listen with intention, to sumat lev in Hebrew, to really pay attention to each other's stories with an open heart, with compassion. And I'd like to see that, I want to suggest to see that as the context within which we can spend the next few episodes exploring Rav Cook's understandings of certain parts of the Magid. And our traditional Magid is an integral part of our own story. As we say in Pardes, find yourself in the text. And I like to add, find the text in yourself. So in Magid, we recite in the first section, immediately following the four questions, Avadim Hayinu Laparo B'Mitzrayim. We were slaves to Paro in Egypt. And the Lord our God brought us out from there. With a strong hand and with an outstretched arm. And that phrase is from the book of Deuteronomy, Devarim, Chavav, Chet, chapter 26, verse 8. And what would have happened if the Holy One, blessed is He, did not bring our fathers out of Egypt? Then we and our children and our children's children, we would still be enslaved. We would still be enslaved to Paro. Even if we are all wise, all understanding, all sages, all knowledgeable of Torah, nonetheless, it is a mitzvah. It is incumbent upon all of us to talk about, to tell the story, to really expand to really talk about coming out of Mitzrayim. And the more one tells of the exodus from Egypt, the more one is praiseworthy. So yes, yes, let's talk about our narrative. Rav Cook invites us each in our unique way to share our narrative, our story, and to listen to it. So we begin by saying, how were we taken out? How are we continuously taken out? Well, with a strong hand and an outstretched arm. So the strong hand refers to the sudden, dramatic intervention of God in our history, which immediately catapulted us 
from the depths of depravity in Egypt to the spiritual heights of Harsinai. But this is only one aspect of divine history. In addition to the revolution of the Yad Chazakah, of the strong hand, there must also be the evolution symbolized by the outstretched arm, the Zura Nutuya. The arm is outstretched, meaning that the potential yet awaits its actualization. It's a divine invitation to hold on to the outstretched arm. Perhaps there is an etymological uh, link of Zoroa arm to seed, Zera. This outstretched arm alludes to the slow, gradual, spiritual evolution of the Jewish people, just like a seed represents potential that has within it so much to be actualized. So the outstretched arm likewise alludes to the soul, gradual, spiritual evolution of the Jewish people to an ongoing process that will eventually climax in the coming of the long-awaited Mashiach. Just let's think about that. Let's really contemplate on that, that there are these two dimensions of redemption. There's the Yad Chazakah, there's the sudden, there's the sudden, almost very unanticipated, very strong movement from outside of us. And then there's this, it's a revolution. Rav Cook refers to it as a revolution. And then there's the evolution, the ongoing actualization of our own potentials. Thank you. Thank you to Daraba for listening. And I look forward to sharing the next episode, the sixth episode, episode six, with all of you, Be'ezrat Hashem. Please, God, with all of you tomorrow. Tudah, kaltuv, shalom, shalom. Thank you to our Pardes faculty. And a big thanks to you, our learners. Make sure to check back in every day to stay on track with your learning and visit www.pardace.org.il for more information about other ways to learn with Pardace.